Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another hilarious episode of Home Bake Takes. I'm your host, Luke, and as always, I'm here with the one and only Tennyson. How are you doing today, Tennyson? Hey there, Luke. I'm doing fantastic. Uh, ready to tickle some funny bones and make our listeners burst out in uncontrollable laughter. Wow. But before we dive into the fun, did you hear about that new recipe I tried? <laughs> it was a disaster. But I'm officially banned from cooking with fire extinguishers. Who knew they were flammable, too? <laughs> Oh, Tennyson, you never fail to surprise me. Flammable fire extinguishers, huh? Mm-hmm. That's like that's like wearing swim goggles to a salsa dance party. A recipe for disaster. Ugh, Am I right? No right. Hey, but speaking of disasters, I recently attempted to juggle watermelons. Mm. Let's just say my living room turned into a fruit salad before I could say circus act gone wrong. <laughs> oh, Luke, my friend, I can picture it now. Watermelon chunks flying through the air. Your dog trying to catch them like a pro fetcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one way to get some juicy entertainment at home. But hey, at least it's a refreshing alternative to confetti cannons for celebrating your achievements. Absolutely, Tennyson. Just remember, wear a poncho next time. Oh, I'll make sure to stock up on ponchos and turn my living room into a splash zone for our next party. Mm-hmm. And speaking of parties, do you hear about the snail who threw the wildest soiree in town? Mm. It took forever for the guests to arrive, but boy... Once they did, it was a shell of a good time. <laughs> oh, Luke, you cracked me up. A snail hosting a party? That must have been the slowest dance floor ever. I could just imagine the DJ playing the all-time... <laughs> <laughs> keep going, keep going. The all-time classic pit. The all-time classic hit, Escargot Rhapsody. Mm. And don't even get me started on the after-party cleanup. It probably took them weeks to find all the lost antenna. <laughs> Denison, you never disappoint with your snail-paced wit. Oh. <laughs> but let's not keep our listeners waiting any longer. We've got a jam-packed episode filled with laughter, quirky facts, and maybe a few surprise guests. <laughs> so grab your popcorn, put on your chuckle caps, and let's get this show on the road. That's right, Luke. Get ready to buckle up, folks, because we're about to take you on a laughter-filled roller coaster ride. So sit back, relax, and let's chat our way to comedy glory. Welcome to Home Bake Takes, where the punchlines flow like a river and the giggles never cease. There it is. Well, thank you, ChatGPT, for writing us that hilarious intro. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm so glad we've been able to implement ChatGPT. It's such a, it's such a, a relevant timepiece that when you know, we come back years from now looking at this podcast, we're going to be like, right, that's... What was happening at this time? Exactly, People were yes. making up fake essays, making up fake podcast intros. Absolutely. And everything else, you know? You know, honestly, it's freeing to not have to think of an intro, you know? Yeah, it's it's sometimes it's pretty overwhelming. But it is. we're here. Um, and you know, all this all this talk about ChatGPT writing and and uh, intros and whatever else it is has really got me thinking about just like the future and my own childhood too mm, you know so the future and the past the future so. and the past the time as a whole as a continuum even gotcha. um and something i've been thinking about a lot recently was um like uh, uh, games especially like video games that i played as a kid that i just never think about today you mm. know like i feel yes. like video games have especially like for our generation have sort of sh- like change and evolve over time and there's clear like kid games that we played when we were younger and now like the kind of games we play today mm-hmm. are just totally different you know what i'm saying they are very different i mean you can see the passage of the passage that time has taken both in games and the way we play them you know there's different yeah. you know there's many different ways to play games now mm-hmm. um, many different kinds of kinds of video games and just the market is honestly massive now yeah. for video games compared to what it was 30 years ago 
Yeah, absolutely. And I'm hoping some of our audience can relate to some of these games. So first off, I want to start with probably the most classic kid game that I think sort of, you know, invited a generation to computer type games Mm. and a level of, you know, interaction between you and the computer and finding, you know, lasting fulfillment there. Mm. And that would have to be Webkin's World. Oh, absolutely. I mean, come on. There's nothing else that... Like, I, I can't remember a game first that I was so focused on making sure, like, that I was coming back to. Because, like, yeah. my pets could die, maybe. I don't think they could, Exa- but maybe well, they could. I mean, the, who knows? I mean, you don't want to test that to make sure. Okay, that's not worth it. That's horrifying. I wouldn't want to potentially prevent my chocolate lab from I mean, passing away. Jack the Bulldog needs to eat. I'm going to feed him. Seriously, Spidey the Spider Monkey needs to eat. Exactly. Needs, what are you going to do? He needs to have some of that, like, what's it called? Glop? When you, like, fail a task. And oh, they, I don't even remember. That's a... That's way that's way long ago. Yeah. And of course, how could we ever forget the curio shop? You know? Oh. Welcome to the curio shop. Of course. The wheel of wow? The wheel of the wishing well? So Dude. so many staples that were daily, you know, incentives to come back over and over again. Exactly. They they the cash the cash cow. Well, that was a mini game because you okay. could play that at any point. But yes, cash cow sure. and like the ching every time you like got a got like one of the Tetris blocks. Yeah. Legendary. Incredible game. Incredible sound design. Yeah. And I think, I mean, there's, there's some legendary games in that community, but I mean, I remember specifically, especially on the, um, feeding animals part, there was one time when I was like seven, maybe eight years old. Um, and for some reason we were playing, like we were having a family game night Mm -hmm. in in my house. Right. And I don't know if you've ever played the game. I think it's called, uh, what's it called? Like who knew or something? Oh yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. know, but there's like a bunch of cards for that. Right. Mm -hmm. And for some, at some point we were playing, we were towards the end of that game and, um, we were like throw, like throwing some cards around the room. And my dad says, okay, I'll let you throw all of these cards around the room and just like throw them everywhere and I'll clean them all up. Mm-hmm. But in return, you have to go 30 days without screens. Ooh. So Ooh. to the me, negotiation tactic. I know. I was like, okay, today, obviously I'm like, that's the most raw deal I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. But for some reason, whether it was peer pressure with my sister at that age or just genuinely not understanding delayed gratification uh we chose to throw the cards around the room so we threw for about five minutes of fun threw like two decks of cards basically around the room and they (laughs) littered the room and it was a jolly good time and then we went to bed and then woke up the next morning and it was over oh no i vividly remember being in a wise markets looking at the like cash register and thinking oh my gosh my spider monkey in webkin's world is going to die because i'm not feeding him oh because that's gotta be... i because i decided to throw cards around a room instead that sounds emotionally traumatic <laughs> it was kind of traumatic i think i really made peace with it in a way sort of because i because i think i was supposed to make peace with it but yeah that was kind know, of the idea i guess yeah but it was definitely a good feeling to come back and uh i think i even tried to do the whole you know mom and dad i honestly don't even really want to play anymore so that so that i could so they would be there like the, you know what that's so good to hear you know what you you can use it again did, try to do like did, it, did dr- it work did that <laughs> no work no way okay. no way it's the kind of dream negotiation tactics you use when you're seven uh, that was the last line my last attempt but yeah didn't work unfortunately mm. well yeah so webkin's world that was pro- that was probably the first game i really got into mm-hmm. i think of also in terms of early childhood we got a we got a we pretty pretty early in on in my childhood oh yeah and that was like that opened some doors 
for sure. Seriously, I yeah. think first first game was first game we got was Mario Kart. You guys um, got Mario Kart off bat. We got Mario Kart off the bat. Yeah, I'm so jealous. Yeah, so, and we we still have it to this day. Mm-hmm. We break it out sometimes, you know. I mean, that's but that's become like a, like almost like a timeless piece. Like it came out when we were young, and we played it when we were young. And yeah, honestly, like I still I still will play it occasionally to this day. No, yeah, it's a great like breaking it out like every once in a while. Yeah. Like, honestly, a great game. I'm honestly still so jealous though that you got Mario Kart first. When we first got our Wii, we got only games that would like require us to move around. It was like a it was like a oh. way for us to sort of get active. So like any game where we could sit down and play and be fine, uh-huh. like no way. So Just Dance was super popular. Oh yeah. And if we played Wii Sports, we had to stand up. Like if we were playing tennis, <laughs> we had to like do the motion with our hand. Yeah, right. She, they would get mad if we actually just sat down. And, oh, so that your parents made you. Well, I mean, at first that was the idea. When they, we were, they weren't, they were like, stand up, come on. And yeah. we did just because, you know, that was the right thing to do. Gotcha. I mean, you can get a, probably get a better swing too. Yeah. You know, baseball, tennis, yeah. if you're and standing then, up. I mean, later we eventually got Mario Kart just because, you know, you have to, which is honestly still one of the best games of all time. Oh, yeah. For sure. Video game staple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another, another like computer type game that I think about, because obviously the Wii is like just... That's that like if I think about like a time span of these games that have influenced my life, I feel like Webkin's World is like a pinpoint, but I feel like the Wii and all the games that make up that can be played on it mm-hmm. sort of form like this massive span that That's have true. been through a lot of my life. You mm-hmm. know, um, I think of a, another specific game. I don't know if this r- rings a bell to you at all. Pop Tropica. You remember Pop Tropica? Pop Tropica. Dude, I know it's a deep. Wow. It's a deep dig. That is a throwback. <laughs> but I, w- I was thinking about this game like a few years ago and I remember getting back on and like all like two thirds of the islands that I played when I was younger are either like have like a paywall or they're just gone. Really? It, yeah. It was so depressing. Like oh. some of the OG ones like, you know, Spy Island. Spy Island. Oh, dude. I think that's gone. Sharktooth Island. No. I think is gone. Sharktooth Island was fantastic. Oh my goodness. Those were like two of the best ones. And literally my favorite of all time. If you know what I'm talking about, I love you so much. Skullduggery Island. Ooh, you remember Skullduggery? Wait, that, was that the Bones one? <laughs> yes. That okay, was where yeah. you made a pirate ship. And then had to go around and fight little other pirate ships in like the waters. And then when you beat them, you got their salvage. And then you could trade the salvage right. in <laughs> for like a better boat. And every time you came into port, you got oh, to okay. see your boat and you got to like progressively better and better. And wow. then you could like hire crew who would like give you upgrades. So like the person would make your boat faster. And then one person would like give you cannonballs. Oh, it, oh my gosh. It was a genius game. Oh my goodness. So I, much I think fun. I missed that one. I apparently didn't do that one. Dude, that doesn't sound funny. Oh my gosh. Skullduggery. Just... The best Pop Tropica Island ever. Are, they, are there any Pop Tropica Islands that you remember specifically? Oh, I'm, I mean, Spy Island. Yeah. That, I, I, that was probably the majority of my playtime. Yeah. To that, that, that one. Um, the laser hair removal and the guy that's like in the mech thing. Oh, or whatever. that's. Yeah. Yeah. Sneaking, you know, sneaking oh, around. You know what else? Superhero Island or whatever it was where you had to like go and fight like those bad guys that like came around. And there's like the one oh. person that like had the green hair and would like stomp on the ground. And then if you were standing on the ground. You would like yeah. tell you something. Remember yeah. what I'm talking about? I think I do. Oh, oh you gosh. know what? Real, you know reality, reality TV. I don't reality too. We could like yeah. vote people off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! You would try to like do the survivor challenges and uh-huh. like shimmy up the green branches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Try and to I, stay in. <laughs> I just laugh thinking about the way that the Pop Tropica characters moved around. Like you With, just like the it. head detached from the body. Yeah, and like they would like do like five like flips as you were like jumping off a cliff or something, <laughs> land on their head, and then just keep walking. Listeners, if you if you haven't played Pop Tropica, 
please go watch watch some videos of this mm-hmm. or go just go play it yourself yeah go watch a go watch a, a spy island pop tropica walkthrough yes yes watch someone play through this because it, it is it is uh it will mm-hmm. open your eyes yeah the kind of lore that you get from 24 karat island is just not the kind of quality stories you get anymore in in games today exactly you know it's a it's a whole another level back then seriously any other um games that really just bring you back that sort of defined your your growing up well you know uh, there used to be this this website called cool math games and that had a whole whole host of games i remember like me and my siblings would like that would be the thing we did like on saturday morning like if we didn't we were watching cartoons like we were playing cool, cool math. math games yeah and there were like there were tons of games on there i mean some personal favorites i mean papa's frazeria obviously oh the like, papa's games honestly any that, one of those let's pause on papa's that's the that, papa's that is an entity in itself honestly mm-hmm. so what what was your go-to what was your go-to papa's game oh my gosh it's hard to say i i always love papa's cupcakeria that was a classic okay. for me that's solid freezeria og like that's mm-hmm. that's where it's at um i also really liked wingeria a lot too hmm. but that was you know a bit harder to do what, what were your go-to uh i tried um papa's uh burgeria that was kind of mid in my opinion Mm -hmm. but um i did like the sushiria there's a sushiria i think there is a sushiria oh my gosh Um, i had no idea they have practically every kind of food group you could (laughs) yeah every food pancakeria was good yeah pancakeria was a very good that was a solid game yeah so cool math games is literally a treasure trove of quality games oh and literally it's like the fact that it's called cool math games made parents around the world just immediately okay with it educational right it's educational cool math it's not educational (laughs) at all there's no math (laughs) literally no math involved there's like the off websites at the bottom of the website that you could go to and like actually get math like the resources exactly but all the really good games i mean even like the most classic ones that we play today, like even 2048, like I play that in my college classes. Oh, you know, yeah. That was there too. Yeah. It, I mean, it was a, a database of quality content. I mean, you got the world's world's hardest game on there. Oh my gosh, yeah. Trying to do that. Um, there was, what else was there? I don't even know. I actually, so I was I was in a, a college class just over this past semester and I, I, I like to sit next to my friends as people do, right? But mm-hmm. the problem is when you sit next to your friends, you can make each other laugh. It's a mm. very serious problem. Mm-hmm. So I was on my computer doing like Wordle or whatever, right? Yeah. And then I proceeded to pull up World's Hardest Game. <laughs> and I looked over at my friend next to me and he looked me square in the eyes with the most deadpan look. And I lost, I, I, I almost <laughs> lost it in the entire class. I had to close that out and I just fell into myself trying to keep myself together. And I was, uh. I was out. I didn't know what the teacher said at all for like five or 10 minutes. So I was trying to get myself <laughs> together, but I th- there's just that, like that intergenerational or I should tell you like just international mm. bond that comes from games like a world hardest game that just everyone's played. Right. Everyone's it's just universal. Played games. Yeah. 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 Cool math games is absolutely, I don't think there's just any others that I remember the first time I ever saw someone play cool math games. Um, I think they were playing paint ninja. Do you remember paint ninja? You got like you, like you swipe your little ninja guy around and he picks up different paint rollers and then he like colors in different areas of the oh, map. Oh, interesting. I I remember Sticky Ninja. Mm-hmm. Where you he just like how you have to complete like an obstacle course where he yes. like sticks around. That's a classic too. Yeah. And speaking of ninja, I think this is a great time to um transition into to phone games, which are mm. they're separate, 
but you know there are definitely their own beasts as well and of course when i say phone games ninja has to be oh fruit ninja of course obviously fruit ninja fruit i mean ninja I, like that's that's the kind of game that like fruit ninja uh what are some other ones temple run temple run temple run yeah i mean even like angry birds like these games Dude. like defined the do you have games in your phone generation exactly like you know? if if a, if a kid's asking can i play games on your phone they want to play either angry birds yep temple run yep or fruit ninja like mm-hmm. those are the big three really right oh yeah completely i remember the first time i really asked my parents if i could get like temple run on my phone or my like my ipad uh-huh. <laughs> let's be very clear my oh, ipad of course, yeah um and the very first time they were like they had to like look at it and do all this research and everything and they're like no this is this is not a game we're gonna get right now mm-hmm. and then randomly like a few months later i was staying at this like this this house where like all the adults did stuff together and yeah. just had to bring your kids along because whatever uh and i offhandedly said hey can i get temple run and they were like just so casually about it. oh yeah yeah sure no problem and I was like, hold up. Because <laughs> this was like me coming out into the adult circle, right? Oh, okay. So I was thinking maybe they just weren't really thinking about it because they were distracted or... Maybe it was the parent, the other parents being there. Maybe the peer pressure that they don't mm. want to... I don't know. I don't know, though. But regardless, it just felt so like unbelievable that they would just so casually be like, oh, yeah. And then I proceeded to play so much of Temple Run <laughs> on my iPad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I probably, I, I want to look here, honestly, because <laughs> I might have some of the i don't know if i still have some of the og games uh-huh. uh did you ever play lux deluxe okay that's such a hyper specific game <laughs> <laughs> I, I i mean i guess i have played lux deluxe have for, you? for listeners who don't know lux deluxe is the computer version of risk mm. um you can you can now play it on mobile i've i actually play it on mobile occasionally do you uh if i'm I got nothing else better to do mm-hmm. yeah and of course we have to give a a, a, a shout out to the best v- variant of 2048, which of course is threes, mm. uh, where you combine different tiles of threes mm-hmm. in ascending order rather than twos. Um, yes. And it's just a way better game design because there's characters. Exactly. And I, I remember you guys, you were the, you and um, like your family were the first people to ever tell me about threes and it was such a random thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is interesting, I guess, whatever. And then I proceeded to be like 1500 <laughs> games later, still playing it. Still playing it yeah. to, to this day. Yeah. Uh, I see. I'm looking on my phone here. I still have. Uh, did you ever? Did you ever play? Where's my water? Oh my gosh! The one with a little crocodile. Yes. You try to get the water to him. Did you ever play the Phineas and Ferb knockoff called Where's My Perry? No, I heard of that. <laughs> I didn't play. I never played that. <laughs> I, th- I think I played that one way more than Where's My Water. But Where's My Water? My goodness, that takes me back. That was there was a lot of levels to that. Oh, I feel like I never finished. Never actually finished the game. I just thought of the phone game. Cut the rope. Ooh. There it is. Oh. That's the deep, deep oh. cut. Cut the rope. I mean, that that little little monster is a cultural icon. It's a cultural icon. Honestly. Influencer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the game influencer. The, <laughs> these characters were the first influencers. The OG influencers. To to just a ch- touch the life of so many so many people. When I think about phone games, one of the one of the memories I specifically have, and this will kind of go into I guess we're sort of working our way up here in terms of, of age and getting older. Yes. A game yeah. I've wanted for, or I did want for the longest time, the the highest grossing game of all time, of course, Minecraft. Minecraft, there obviously. There it is. I remember playing that with my cousin once and like, I didn't get the game until like four or five years later. Yeah. And that was because I was able to convince my parents that I could do like creative stuff with it and like have a, 
basically practiced my creative mind through creative mode and then I proceeded to only play survival. It's <laughs> so fun. But when I first got like my little my little iPad mini, mm-hmm. of course I wasn't allowed to have Minecraft at that point. Of course. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I could just get Minecraft on my iPad for like five dollars. Mm. Switch up the game entirely. And for some reason, I and I, I don't know why, maybe it was just the Holy Spirit convicted me to ask my parents for it first. And it was like it was there. I could mm. just I could have just had it. You know, you it was just thin grass. We could have just paid it, downloaded it, and moved yeah. on. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, I decided to knock on the bathroom while my dad was in the bathroom and asked if I could get Minecraft on my iPad. And of course, oh, he was like, no. Yeah. But the whole the whole point about the whole problem with Minecraft is this. My parents thought it was Minecraft, like oh. some psychic, like, like spiritual fortune teller thing. stuff. Right. Like you're paying a psychic. And literally years later, I had to describe to them, it's Minecraft, not <laughs> Mindcraft. So they thought it was like this, like potentially demonic like spiritual warfare thing going on when it was literally just breaking blocks and crafting items. So, so how long, how, how much later did they realize this? They realized that during our discussion of whether I was able to get it for the creative stuff. Oh, okay. That's when I was like pleading my case. Mm-hmm. Cause like, and I'm so glad I did just cause there's so many amazing childhood memories made through that game. So the limitless possibilities like in terms of sandbox, a sandbox game uh-huh. where you can just do whatever. Like, yeah. And of course, limitless possibilities. I but I feel like most of my childhood memories were not even in single player. I feel like most mm. of the best memories from that game are like playing with friends yeah. on like Hypixel or mm-hmm. other like, you know, Mindplex, any mm. other classic servers that we're missing. I'm sorry, but like those those are like the good old days that are like it was just easier back then. You know what I'm saying? Just when life it was, was it life life felt simple back then. Yeah, yeah. Minecraft. Anything else you want to say about Minecraft? I mean, honestly, there's so much you could say. I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot that could be said about it, but I think it's just it's it's impressive that a game has held has been around for so long, and been able to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been phases for sure of like you know going in and out of popularity, but I mean, in terms of a game that's been like consistently played and mm-hmm. consistently liked by like generations, mm-hmm. I guess not. Not I mean, no, seriously. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like mean, the youngest millennials were playing it when it probably first came out as like teenagers Mm -hmm. and then of course generation z is like that's it and even like gen alpha like this new generation they're looking up to like twitch streamers and youtube play like youtubers that are playing it with other people and wanting to do that as their job yeah exactly (laughs) like this is seriously like influencing millions of people's lives easily Mm -hmm. easily so maybe we should um transition to like games that we actually play now that like, we still play that we actually that we actually currently play because i mean when i think about it i don't play minecraft nearly as often hmm. as unfortunately i did really unfortunately. unfortunately it is unfortunate because it was it's a great game and i need to get back on bed wars you know get mm-hmm. some wins. but i feel like if i went actually back i'd be only playing against really good people that are still playing there are a lot of sweats <laughs> out there yeah i know a few i know a few sweats do you yeah personally personally yeah really? i'm not gonna name names but um you know but- some have surpassed um a thousand stars you could say wow i did um, not know that you know a thousand star sweats yeah so but i guess i guess they know who they are they know who you are you know who you are guys if you're but, if you're listening and you're over a thousand stars mm-hmm, yeah my goodness it's crazy but yeah what 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 are some what are some current games that you're um you're still playing i mean okay i feel like the games that i play nowadays are 
wholly defined by like social interaction. Like mm. I very rarely play games just for me, you know, mm-hmm. like even if it's like a single player game, like even like a single player phone game where really most of the interaction of it is with yourself and like you're doing it by yourself and you're upkeeping your farm or whatever. Yeah. The reason I play it is because I know other people that are playing it or because there's a potential for like social interaction and like communal conversation mm. there. Mm-hmm. Right. So like even honestly, like after like I came back from college, some of my friends were like, let's just play Minecraft for fun. And I played it sometimes with them too, mm-hmm. just because that's what was applicable there. So it's really mm-hmm. for me, it's like looking for games that I can play with people that I, that would be together, you know, Interesting, like yeah. even like Overwatch has been a game that I've put a lot of time into. Mm-hmm. That was more like high school era Luke for for that okay um and like i remember i i used to play it just like by myself i mean that's just so lame that's just so yeah like i i just well not lame but i just found it like looking back on that that's just i'm missing out on so much mm-hmm. so th- from that since then it's only really been if i've been with other people that i could play it with otherwise it's like wife and father gotcha so, so the social component is key for you. yeah like just uh, getting on and like seeing your friends online and or saying hey who wants to play right now that's like that, that's just where it's at Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even with like Fortnite, which this isn't really a Fortnite, you know, I don't, I don't feel like our community is really a Fortnite community, but it yeah. definitely needs to be mentioned at least because mm-hmm. when it was at its peak, oh, that game was untouchable. Mm. Was so good. Yeah. I never got, I never personally got into that game. Did you ever play it? I never played it. No. Wow. I never played a single game of Fortnite. Do you regret that? Uh, I can't say, I can't say that my life um, is worse off not, mm. not playing Fortnite. Yeah, that's fair. Do you feel like there's any games today that you feel like you're actually like putting time into when you have free time or you're just bored or looking for a place to get your eyes on the road or something? Well, you know, you know it's funny you say eyes on the road because uh, during the school year, I was, um, you know, going through a lot of like tough, tough school assignments mm. and there was a lot of pressure and I just needed something to help me decompress and kind of relax. Sure. And I heard about this game on a podcast. Um, the game is called uh, Euro Truck Simulator. Hmm. And basically the gist is you're, deli- you're a truck driver delivering goods to different companies. And it's literally like you drive on the road for hours. Like you have a little GPS and you type in your route and then you drive. And then there's other cars on the road and you just have to deliver it without crashing, basically. And what happens if you crash? And if you crash, well... Depends if you're having a rented truck, like if you're doing it for a company. If you have your own truck, you have to pay for any damages. But if you don't pay for your own truck, they pay for everything, the company that hired you. And you just basically have to get towed away. I didn't know that at first when I first played it. So I was just like lying flat on the side because I had did a wrong turn. And now I'm just on the ground thinking, how am I ever going to play this game anymore? My truck's my truck's done. Like Wow. So for someone who's never played Euro Truck Simulator, mm-hmm. what is the point do you get like is it getting money or do you like take the money and you like buy upgrades or yes yeah so you can buy upgrades the point is to get to, just to get money from driving around so you get you pick you do a job you get hired and then you you drive and then if you complete the order well you get money you get uh you can with the money you can buy upgrades you can buy trucks you can um can buy, you hire people i don't know actually and have they implemented like electric vehicles and like self-driving or is that literally I don't think, defeat the entire point of the I game? I think that's actually like not the game. <laughs> that's not the that's game. A, that's not the game. It's not um, staring at your computer as your truck drives itself. It's not autonomous vehicles yeah. based. And do people like 
connect steering wheels so that they can like actually have the full experience i'm sure people do and that's a little sad to me do you have a steering wheel i personally don't have a steering okay. wheel but um i thought if we were I did, about to hear about your entire gas pedal and steering wheel my, my entire setup for yeah. the car no um but i mean it probably would get, make the game more immersive honestly it's just sure. it's there's something so therapeutic about it um and just constantly like there, there's nothing really exciting happens mm -hmm. like i'll just like put on the podcast mm -hmm. and drive around and it's just it just really calms me down so it's definitely more of like a getting space and silence decompressing type of video game not like a can you play with other people is this the kind of game you could do socially yeah i think there's there is a multiplayer feature i'm not really sure how it works because mm. nobody i know will download it right um did it cost money uh it costs five bucks for the full full version <laughs> okay. so you do gotta lay down a couple a couple bucks but it's entirely worth it entirely worth it do you ever look Highly at yourself while you're playing and go like i'm just throwing hours into the void of time or are you like no this is good i'm glad i'm doing this you know if it if it didn't help me relax it would be like what am i doing <laughs> but because it's just like a nice mm -hmm. time to like get away and mm -hmm. just like decompress from the cares all yeah. my cares of the world and then you get a knock on your bedroom door and it's just all stripped away immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it does look very stupid watch something play it i will say that so do you just like yeah yeah i'm i'm sure it, i'm sure it does but the point is that it matters to you and that's and that's what that's what's important exactly that's what game if a game if a game matters to you then yeah. feel free to play it without the judgment of your friends absolutely well, this has been definitely insightful to look back through games over time, looking at Webkins and then like other browser games like mm -hmm. Pop Tropica and, you know, Cool Math as a haven of, of games, really. Mm -hmm. And then to even look at today where I feel like most of the games that I'm even playing are either short, fast mobile games that I can just do while I'm like in the bathroom right. or like something that I can actually do to connect with other people. Mm. Outside of that, I don't really feel like there's much of a, a place that I've found personally where games can sort of fit in. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, like there's recreational games like that aren't even really what we're talking about that are like chess or like poker. But right. that's, that's those, those are things you can entirely. do in, in person. Yeah. yeah. Those, I those... also think of um, we forgot to mention Smash Bros, Super Smash Bros. <laughs> Smash Bros. Which with the Wii. Yeah, with the Wii. With the course. Wii. Yeah, we can play it. We played it with the Wii at first. And then, you know, you got like Nintendo Switch and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, apparently people dislike Brawl, but you know. I don't want to sound ignorant, so I'll just go ahead and say they probably have a point. That's what I'll. That's what I'll say. Okay. I just listen. Diplomatic when I, answer. When I get on ultimate, right, and I see this just slow slew of characters that I can choose from. There's just too many. It's just too much. It's just too many. It's just this overload, and then I see people playing characters that look like people, and I'm like, <laughs> Are we playing Smash Bros? Or are we just playing like Street Fighter? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Right. Exactly. Why do I need a dark pit and a pit? Can I just have a pit? <laughs> right. Like, I want to see Mario, a cartoony character, fight like Kirby. Like, that's what I want to see. That's why I'm playing Super Smash Bros. I don't want to see exactly. two humanoid characters with legs exactly. walking around fighting each other. It just defeats the point. Mm. But I guess I'm probably angering an entire community by saying that. So maybe they might they'll be coming after you after that. So ex accept my pre-apologies on that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, certainly, listeners, if there's any games that you that stick out to you a lot, um, please reach out either to our, our business email, hbtakes.gmail.com, or on the comments of this video if you're watching it on YouTube. Um, or, you know, you all probably you more likely than not have our phone numbers as well. So reach out. We can chat you out in the next video, too. So, mm -hmm. Or the podcast, of course. Yeah. So that's going to do it for this episode. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, be sure to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. If you're if you're into that. Um, or Spotify. Or Spotify. You can leave us a review. Anything you want to. Um, but yeah, just thanks for listening. Yeah. See you guys. Peace. <laughs>